Hello everyone, Veronica Costello here, your trusty co-host on Talk Commerce, ready to embark on yet another intellectually stimulating journey on our industrious podcast. Now, if you have ever casually pondered over the mysteries of payment processing while sipping your morning coffee, well, today's episode will be your cup of tea. We are joined by a special guest who has spent more hours than you can calculate handling payments and creating innovative solutions to make your checkout experiences a breeze. He's the man with a plan, the trailblazing CEO of Gravy, the one and only John Lunn. If you didn't believe in the whole British accent making you sound 20% smarter theory, after hearing John today, you just might. Cashing in on his blend of tech wizardry, business acumen, and of course that irresistible British charm, he's here to give us the lowdown on his roller coaster journey, the rise of gravy, and the future of payment systems. He's been shaking up the antiquated payment model, and today he's all set to shake up your regular podcast routine. But do hold on tight because this ride is going to get unequivocally exciting, downright insightful, and dare I say it, a tad bit nerdy. So buckle up, folks, because it's time to delve into the fascinating world of John Lunn and Gravy. Remember, payment processing discussions are never dull here. After all, we do like to keep the funny in our money talks. Stay tuned and let's get this show on the road. But first, a word from our sponsors. Great news for the Magento community. Hoofa is now fully supported by Amnesty, the number one Magento extension provider. With a catalog of over 250 Magento products and solutions and a full range of custom development services, Amnesty actively invests in providing compatibility with the Hoofa theme. 33 solution compatibilities have already been released and are available as part of the regular product subscription with no extra charge. And many more new compatibilities are coming. In partnership with Hoofa, Amnesty is focused on providing its clients with high quality extensions, great performance, and a high level of service. Visit amnesty.com for more details. That's A-M-A-S-T-Y.com. And remember to tell them Talk Commerce sent you. Is your Magento site moving at a snail's pace? Believe it or not, you're in the same boat as 90% of Magento store owners. Let's add a splash of optimism. I recently had a client who revived their site by switching to Hoofa. Their excitement was contagious. Hoofa is more than just a theme. It's like having a secret weapon in your e-commerce arsenal. Picture this, you're crafting an online space that's as vibrant, engaging, and dynamic as your brand. Sounds exciting, doesn't it? That's the Hoofa magic! Performance, top-notch, usability, smooth as butter. With Hoofa, hitting Google Lighthouse scores of 100 isn't a dream, it's reality. My client and I have been on this exhilarating journey, and I tell you, it's a game changer. But hey, Hoofa isn't just about turbocharging your performance. It's about putting a personal stamp on your store. The theme is fully customizable. Play around, express yourself, make it truly yours. My client has been having a blast watching their online storefront transform supercharged by Hufa's powerful features and tools. Ready for transformation? Why not test drive Hufa and feel the difference yourself? Visit hyva.io. 
That's H-Y-V-A dot I-O. And when you get there, don't forget to mention that Talk Commerce sent you. Trust me, you're in for a treat. My name is Brent Peterson, and I'm your host. Please remember to subscribe wherever you download your podcasts. And now, Talk Commerce. Ravy, spelt a certain way, and I'm going to let John explain that. John, tell us your day-to-day role and one of your passions in life. Yeah, so my day-to-day role is, is CEO. I, I oversee Gravy, so from all parts of the organization, from uh, developers through to marketing, I, I do all of that. Passion in life, I like doing stupid sports, long-distance cyclists, and ultra-marathon uh, swimmer, so I swim in very cold water and long distances. Wow, very cool. So just to get us derailed right off the bat, I'm signed up for the Point de la Pointe swim. You nice. can swim from Bayfield, Wisconsin to Madden Island in, the, in Lake Superior. Very so good. that is cold water swimming, and it's only two and a half miles. I wouldn't say I wouldn't call it long distance, but uh, for me, that's long distance. And I know there's a swim from the south coast of England to the Isle of Wight. My friend was going. It's like a nine mile swim. Yeah, Anyways. there's a lot, a lot of currents there. So. <laughs> yeah. We'll stay on track. So thank you for that. So tell us a little bit about Gravy, the inspiration behind it, and then let's talk about the uniqueness of it. Yeah, so look, the inspiration behind Gravy. So I've been doing payments a long time. I started at my first payment company back with the dinosaurs in 1997. So I've been doing payments a long time, and I think where Gravy came up, I was sitting there at PayPal looking after the venture capital team over there, And I just realized people were always giving me the same answers to why don't you questions. And the question I'd always ask is, why don't you add PayPal? Why don't you add Venmo? Why don't you add one of these new cool payment functionalities and just hear the same thing back over and over again? We would love to, but we would love to, but uh, our roadmap's already congested. We would love to, but we've got to do these compliance things that Visa and MasterCard have asked us. And it was always a but, and, and it was literally frustrating the hell out of me. I'm like, this isn't that hard. Why Why is it so difficult for retailers and merchants out there to add, remove, and change payment options? And how can we make it easier? So we dug into it. We went to talk to a, a lot of very major retailers and asked the question, why is this so difficult? And the uh, answer was the payments team and not the individuals. I'm sure they're lovely, but every retailer merchant in the world has a payments team. And it starts with one person doing an integration to something like Stripe and then six months later adding PayPal and then adding a firm and then going global. And 99% of those companies deal with that by adding more and more people into that team. So it gets bigger and bigger until you end up with something like the major tech companies, 300 plus people in their payments teams. And the revelation to me is, you know what? They're all building the same product. They're all building the same thing independently with custom code. So is there a way where we can just build a tool that we can give to anyone out there selling online that allows them to add, remove, change their payment functionality, their their payment partners, whether it's a PSP or add new wallets or experiment with things like cryptocurrency without needing an engineering engineer to be involved every time? And that was the goal of Gravy. Yeah, so it's similar to the the iPass or whatever, the platform as a service where People can integrate different ERP platforms in with their system. Explain a little bit of the orchestration part of it. Yeah, so orchestration is a relatively new term of what we do. Lots of people say they do payment orchestration. Our view in the world is we have built a tool, and we built this in a very specific way, which we we can cover in a minute around the cloud. But we've built a tool that basically gives you the controls. 
So you as a product manager, you as a possible chief financial officer can go in and say, you know what, we're about to expand to Germany. So what do I need in Germany? I need the following payment options. Click, add, press live, and off you go. So no integration required not tying you into one particular payment service provider that might have a limited set of options and giving you the the ability to add multiple payment service providers. If you're in a relationship with one, another one's very attractive, you no longer need to make a choice. You can add both and then route your payments as you need between the two of them based on any set of criteria you want to run it by. So it really gives control back to the retailer and it gives them choice. And that's what's important to us. Yeah, I think the interesting part about what you've just said is a, that you don't have to have start installing a bunch of extensions into your store, which yeah. in the Magento space, you know, that you're going to be in, installing physical code over and over again. And yeah. big commerce you're, or something else, a SaaS product, you're going to have to get an extend or application that attaches to it. But the more interesting part is what you said about being able to choose the payment gateway based on whatever the customer is doing or who they are, right? Yes. Maybe dive into that because I think that's very unique in our space. Yeah, so in the first thing, when it comes to things like Magento, we have one extension. You add into Magento and then every payment option that we support, which is over 100 different payment companies around the world, is available to you straight up. You never have to do another integration into Magento. So that's the first side of it. But I think... Like our view of the world is there's two parts of orchestration. There's what we call back-end orchestration, which is how do you route the payment to the right place? So once it hits you, so if it's a card, it comes in, maybe you want to route a Brazilian card to e-banks in Brazil. Maybe you want to route a, a U.S. debit card through the Star Network in the U.S. That's what we call back-end orchestration. Of course, we support that through a beautiful no-cone rules engine that you can control and build all those rules yourself. But on top of that, we have what we call front-end orchestration, which is how do you determine what payment options to offer to that customer for that product at exactly that time? And that you've probably seen a variety of different checkouts where you've got hundreds of options in checkout. And it's one of my bugbears is where you're buying an item for $5 and they pop up, buy now, pay later. I'm like, who's going to buy now, pay later, $5? But it's there because generally most checkouts, you have all the options. We believe giving the right option to that consumer for that product gives one, the merchant more control. It's much more sticky for the consumer because they have their favorite ways to pay up there and ways that are relevant to them and their market. And we do that by allowing our merchants to send us unlimited metadata. Originally, they can send through any information about that payment they want to. When it hits us, you can build rules around it. So to give some examples of this, we have one of the world's largest soccer streamers, a company called Eleven Sports that use gravy. They stream soccer all over the world. Some countries have payment options that take three plus days for the money to hit the merchant's bank account. So with them, they literally just send us time of date match. And in their rules, they created a rule that says, if match is within these times, don't offer this payment option. It's very simple. And then more complicated, we have a grocer. They send us the shopping cart. You look in the shopping cart, if there's cigarettes, alcohol, gift cards, guess what? No PayPal, they don't allow it. But if there's a TV, buy now, pay later at the top. So it gives real control uh, to serve your customers better, have a higher chance of converting them into paying customers. And frankly, if, they come, if they've shopped with you before, you send us who they are because of tokenization and how we run the system, it will come back with their favorite way to pay at the top. And it'll say, look, do you want to use the card ending 4434? Again, click done. You don't need to type any information. So it really speeds up the process. 
And I would imagine a merchant who has specific items, let's just take a, a Magento store, for example, if they are selling, say, firearms or something that PayPal doesn't allow the payments on, they don't have to make those rules inside of Magento, or they don't have to have a custom gateway that is going to split your card or do whatever, right? You're taking care of that yeah, orchestration exactly. downstream? Simply put a rule in that says, if item equals firearms, don't allow the following payment types. And can you then allow for, like, I can think of, of a gateway that works with the payment in, for the firearms industry and then one that doesn't. Would you just push it all to one payment gateway? Or? No, you can mix and match. You can say, if it's this type of item, only send it to this payment gateway. But if it's a T-shirt, use this payment gateway. You, you can mix and match. You can also have fallback. So if one gateway is down for any reason, you can fall back on that gateway. You literally, it's a rules engine with a beautiful visual workflow engine, and really your imagination is what determines what you can do. We give you a very easy logistical way of just sitting there and, and building how you want transactions to run. Yeah, that the fallback thing is another thing that merchants often never think that their processor is going to go offline. And yeah. I can think of, again, another firearms company that did everything via word-of-mouth type of thing. They would get a certain box of ammunition in, and that ammunition, let's just say they got 3,000 boxes. It would get sold within two or three minutes. Obviously, yeah. they were under they were underpricing it because it sold so fast, but their payment gateway could absolutely not keep up with that volume. And there were so many it, times that it crashed. And it's many cases that it's not actually, it's not purely, there's a lot of the top rate payment gateways that have great uptime but you don't know what's going to happen and many merchants have had a time when the wrong piece of paperwork didn't get to the right place at the right time and their account gets frozen for a few days and having one gateway puts you in a very difficult position yeah no i've heard of, yeah so we won't go into that but so tell us a little <laughs> bit about tokenization because a lot of people have heard the buzzword and sure. from a merchant, I think that from a mer merchant, you want to do tokenization because you don't want to handle that because it makes your transactions easier. Yeah, the main reason for not wanting to deal with not using tokenization, as it were, is PCI, right? The payment uh, standard that's out there that says if you store a card in the raw in your own platform, then you need to go through a very expensive audit every year. And if you get hacked, it's a very big fine. So most merchants, like I'd say all merchants don't want to deal with that, right? They want a way where they're not storing live customers' credit cards on their system. And so to do that, you use a system called tokenization. So until relatively recently, the way you would normally do it is you would send that card detail to your payment service provider and they would return a token, which is very much like a chip in a casino, right? It represents the item, but it isn't the item. You store that every time you want to bill that customer. You say, bill this token, $30, $30 or whatever it is. Now, that's great. But the problem is that token that you're getting is stuck with one particular PSP. So it's specific to that merchant, to that PSP and that merchant. Now, if you are in a model where you're trying to move to a new PSP or perhaps you have multiple PSPs like we just discussed, you're out of luck because that token's only going to work on that PSP. Trying to migrate your customers from one PSP to another is extremely difficult when it comes to tokenization. So what we've done is we've built a tokenization engine that sits above all of the PSPs we connect to. So you send us the card, we tokenize it. 
We then um, can process that car, that customer through any of the gateways you have now or in the future. So it gives you, you have the, all the advantages of tokenization without the downside of being connected to one particular PSP. We also got a guarantee if you leave us, we will return all of your tokens to you. So we're, we're, we, we've set ourselves down that we want to be independent. We view ourselves as very much on the merchant side, not on the payment side. So we're here to give you optionality, the freedom to be PCI compliant without being tied into one particular gateway. Yeah, that's good. Maybe just, I don't think merchants quite understand what you've just gone through, especially that migration portion. And I can say that 90% of the merchants that we encounter that are changing gateways simply just get all their customers to reauthorize and go through that whole process again. 60% loss of customers on average across the industry when you do that. So are you ready as a merchant to lose 60% of your customers? That's scary thing about it and that's what may, means that you know merchants end up locked in with a gateway that's perhaps not giving them the best rates not giving the best functionality because they're too scared to move from one to another because of this problem yeah i think that's the number that doesn't come out ever is that 60 percent loss and merchants yeah. don't necessarily think about that so you know what why what is it that that a merchant would need to supercharge or get themselves on? Is there certain platforms you support and certain platforms you don't support? Yeah, so in the moment, we, of course, you can do direct integrations into Gravy so that we have APIs, we have SDKs, we have JavaScript you can drop into your website. So there's the ability to do it yourself, and that's we're live with a number of different merchants on that. As far as uh, shopping uh, cart platforms go, we're fully integrated into Magento, so that's available and ready to go now. So please get in touch and we can get you the extension and get you up and running. We are currently doing integrations to Salesforce Commerce and Commerce Tools. So those are the two or three we're working on right now. And as we go, we'll add more more to the platform, but those are the ones we're concentrating on. Best. And Big Commerce is one that you can do it with if eventually there's a integration with it? Yeah, the merchant's absolutely able to integrate um, big commerce using a direct integration themselves and we can help you with that we don't have a off-the-shelf plug-in as it is today excellent we've gone over a lot of these things but do you have a uh, sort of a definitive elevator picture for why merchants would need this yeah our view is do you really want to be on your own out there do you want to go out and build all these connections maintain these connections deal with pci deal with tokenization or do you want to outsource this essentially to, uh, to us where we'll give you a platform that allows you to own it, control it without the overhead of engineering. If, there, if you had one bit of advice going into 2023, that's not what you just told me, that <laughs> you could tell an e-commerce merchant, what, yeah. what should they be thinking about? Be prepared. I think there's two things that are, are going on in the world. Firstly, there is the so-called recession. If it's a recession, I'm not going to comment on that, but it's downturn, let's call it. That is going to change how people pay already. So those consumers are perhaps hitting their credit limits on their card. Perhaps then they're going to need other options in order to buy products from you. So be prepared to add more than just what you've got today. And then the second thing is do not underestimate the regulatory and industry changes that are coming this year. We've got the whole debit card thing in the U.S. happening. We've got token, a network tokenization, which we support, but is happening right now. We'll be pushing your rates up if you don't implement it. 
there is real-time payments coming, right? So there's a lot is happening all in one year. Unfortunately, it's the year when everyone's in a downturn, but do not underestimate the amount of work does need to happen this year just to stay up to date? And can you really afford not to have an orchestration platform? Yeah, and I think be prepared is the central one. I've heard more and more merchants talk about a payment gateway that's either cut them off or hold their money for 180 days. Yeah. And they don't necessarily have a secondary option ready to go. And they're down for that short amount of time or a long amount of time. Plus, it's all the headaches of having to try to move something in. Yeah, not having revenue for 180 days, it doesn't make do anyone any favors, let's be honest. <laughs> that, that pretty much shut you down right there. So, John, I, one thing I was going to do in the very beginning, but we got sidetracked because you do long distance swimming and you suddenly <laughs> interested me. I wanted to do the free joke project. So I wanted to just take 30 seconds. I'm going to tell you a joke. Normally I do it in the beginning so to start getting you happy and laughing. You're already happy and laughing. I'm going to tell you a joke. You just tell me if it should be free or if somebody should pay for it. Here we go. I hate my job. All I do is crush cans all day. It's just soda pressing. Yeah, see, as a Brit, I think it should be free because it's a very North American biased joke. So like, yeah. Uh, yeah, until, right until you have an international version, I think you're going to have to give it away for free. Yeah, you're right. I, I'm sorry, John. I should have done some research. If I would have known, I would have had more of a British-specific uh, joke. I did have Marmite toast for breakfast this morning, oh, which I've learned is very binary. You either yes, love it or hate absolutely. it. Anyways, good. So as we close out, I give every guest an opportunity to do a shameless plug about anything you'd like. What would you like to plug today? Very much. Please come and visit us at Gravy. Please come and look at our website. Get in touch with us. We would love to talk to you about your payment services, and we can definitely help you. So please don't feel like you're trapped in a relationship you don't like. I would say with your payment service provider, come and talk to us, and we can give you options. Great. Thanks so much for being here. No problem. Thank you for making it to the end of this episode of Talk Commerce. Please rate this episode wherever you download your podcasts. We are actively looking for people to participate in the free joke project. Go to talk-commerce.com and sign up for your free spot on the free joke project. If you are a business, I will do a 30-second elevator pitch in the spot to help promote your business. That's talk-commerce.com.